Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are now listening to the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. Hello, everybody. This is Joaquin. I'm here with Jay. And this is the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. And today, we have a very special guest with us today. <laughs> we have DJ 412. <laughs> what up, what up, guys? It's DJ 412, and it's a pleasure to be here hanging out with y'all tonight. Oh, man, we are happy that you are here with us today. So It's, it's, it's funny how he says that, like, you know, like, like he's an outsider who just comes in just for the interview. No, nah, this right? is family. Like just for the hangout, right? You know, we 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 family. We are, we are. I agree. <laughs> we family. Yeah, what's up? So I'm hanging out with my guys over here today. Blah blah blah. Whatever, right? It's like, oh yeah, oh, it's such a pleasure <laughs> hanging out with you guys. Get out of here with that. <laughs> That's how you know you family when you hop on and you get roasted. Like your first time coming yeah. to the like first the time, podcast. Yeah, first you get time roasted. I mean, because that. I mean. That that's how you know you're loved, right? You know what I mean. <laughs> when you get roasted, you know you're loved. There you go. So today we're really excited because uh, this is um, well, it's a couple of things. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy opens tomorrow, so we're all you know being the movie nerds, we're excited about that. Yep, all three of us are excited. Yeah, about extremely that. excited. So uh, uh, that's a good thing when we have when we have somebody join us who's also a comic book, also nerd a comic us, book right? nerd. So yes. It's Ill. So, um, so anyway, so because we have DJ of 412, um, uh, we're like that should be done after anyone says my name from now on. (laughs) We're gonna just walk around with the Joaquin map. That's you know what? Let's make it happen. (laughs) 99 cents. (laughs) We'll make our, we'll make our, we'll make our tens. And you too can sound like DJ 412 wherever you go. Um, so uh, this week, uh, as we are uh, we're entering this new month, uh, we have a new new series for the month, and it's uh, correct. Uh, God culture, culture, God and culture. No, it's God culture. God culture. <laughs> hey, you know we've had like so many different names for it. I get them all confused. God culture. Uh, so we have DJ uh, four twelve here with us. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop. That's the last time I do it. I promise. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Uh, so we're going to, you know, today's topic is going to be is God in culture. So we're going to kind of break down uh, what that is. got to actually have a Bible verse that we're going to kind of uh, wrap um, this discussion around. But before we do that, we always like to do a song for the week. And today's song is a hot one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is by a dude. Uh, actually, I know I've met him a few times. Heath McNeese. 
Uh, he drops his he newest. Is the most underrated Christian artist. Yeah, because he does he does it all. Is he out of South Carolina or like Florida? He's a Georgia boy. He's a Georgia boy. He's a, yeah. I think I did a show with him in South Carolina. He might like, have. He might two months ago. Maybe yeah, he's he, a yeah he's a Georgia he, boy. He spends his time touring. Yeah, but he's dope because he he does. I mean, he freestyles, he raps, and he sings. Yeah. And he sings. He does it all. So uh, this is a new dude, song. We had this dude at the festival in in, in Minnesota. And he was on stage rapping, singing, playing his guitar, barefoot. Yeah, he's like kind of he like a barefoot, like a hippie hip hop like, guy. Are you seriously gonna go up there barefoot? He was <laughs> like, "Watch me." So, uh, so this is a new song he just dropped. It's called uh, "Believe," uh, and it's featuring featuring Jay Givens and Propaganda. So we're gonna listen to the song. Uh, when we come back, we'll hit up the scripture and we're gonna dive right into the conversation. So here it is. Believe Heath McNeese featuring Jay Gibbons and Propaganda. Um, I just think about in the Book of Mark where it says, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Um, that idea of struggling with like, man, I, I absolutely believe, but even so, I don't know if I do. Um, I, I believe because I'm nine years old on an operating table about to die and I hear my mom pray, God, he's yours now and I give him to you and whatever it takes to keep him here, he's yours now. Um, so I believe because I, I feel I'm, I'm here because of it. And my purpose is, is to show that belief every day, uh, right and wrong. You can quote King James until you bleed. I just sound like other languages to me. You can talk this lamp until your feet talk until you choke. I just sound like ancient brittle speech, just mass opiates. They splashed the holiest anointed H2O and gave us baths to a soak in it. We're baptized and fully immersed. The church was pushy at first, but now it's testimonies fully rehearsed. They said that in Thomas Prowl around among us. The substance of the things we hope for never kept them honest. But I just want to feel some nail scars. Hearing secondhand is for the foolish, so let me see it for myself, God. Surrender to reason or reason to surrender. I know the bullet points, you see, they're easy to remember. You were born of a virgin. You rose on a third and you're the only one I love that I ain't never seen in person. As above, then so below. Pierce this darkness in my soul. Don't let me waste away. They say as within and so without. Thy kingdom come to erase my doubt. You got holes inside your hands that I ain't seen. substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen every time i tried not to believe god kept talking to me and kept fixing stuff so i believe because of what i've seen god do Basically, I'm facing a complacency of an amazing dream. While the latency of time's metronome sets the tone to 83. One year away from the future, shooters and lazy teens that ponder and might decay into squandering life away. And the fear that you might convey isn't real, just the flight's delayed. 
Nevertheless, it seems better to stress or feel depressed at the terminal check when leaving the nest. I'm be anxious for nothing, but with every request, let patience hover like spaceships above you. Just face it, he loves you with a love that's amazing, like races up to on CBS. Success is now in the past, present, and future tense. Tensely hoping and wishing and missing the wisdom that's given to givens from him that's risen is the intellect of the father of legions of many sons and daughters. Speaking of dream sequences, deliver me from dead. As above, then so below. Pierce this darkness in my soul. Don't let me waste away. They say as within, then so without. Thy kingdom come to erase my doubt. You got holes inside your hands that I ain't seen. to believe uh whether it was just the evidence or just the reality that things that you know you can't touch or see oftentimes are much more real than the things we can touch and see and um yeah uh, an undeniable consistent love that pursues why would i not why would i not be drawn to it yeah i'm a simple man i choose to believe the best in us have long since counted the cost tossed away any bags of stones and brags of any loans at times i'm borrowing fighting to the death of me to get death out of me looking at the crowd like our soul needs a breather want the turn up at a time then i'm sorry i'm neither i believe god has whispered in windows through the love of our children and loss of kinfolk heavy-handed pen stroke quotes for my departed we can be a picture a glimpse a mirror this is not it but let's live it to the fullest tossing up mantras to clear our consciousness looking for reflections and messages of all collective interests and modeling life outside bodies just trying to keep my marriage happy sip the van we go pappy living a blessing of already but not yet as above then so below pierce this darkness in my soul don't let me waste away they say as within so without thy kingdom come to erase my doubt you got holes inside your hands that I ain't seen tell me believe what I can't see believe what I can't see Oh, that was Believe by Heath McNeese featuring Jay Gibbons and Propaganda. What you think of the song, DJ412? No, that was dope. It has to go in the rotation right now. Yeah, it's um, what's cool. What we liked it is just like the little testimonials before each guy. Yeah, yeah. Each guy just nah, it made it super personal. That's what that's like drove the 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 song home, you know. But like, I think he has two of the like propaganda and Jay Givens, like their talking voice as being like former teachers and educators. It's just like I want to listen. Please tell me something. And they told me about Jesus, so I'm really excited. Yeah, you can't you can't get mad at that. So um, this this uh, so anyway, so this month we're starting our God Culture um, uh, series, where we are going to be talking about. Uh, God, 
and culture. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's the, that simple. So yeah, Jay, why don't you break it down a little, a little bit more? Let me break it down. Let me break it down just a little bit. Well, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I think whether you're on the on the podcast or not, you're going to be hearing that a lot from Joaquin. <laughs> right. Well, the I deal like is it. this, right? It's it's funny because this is well, not just because the church is only a month old. Yeah, it's a month old. Legacy's a month old. Legacy's a month old. Yes, it's a month old. Anyway, but um, and it probably won't be the last time where the sermon series for Legacy is matching the the topic series for for the podcast. But you know, with to have everything transparent as always, like we we came up with a calendar of topics for the podcast last year. Right, it was last year. Right, at the beginning of the year, yeah. Or, yeah, at the, the end, end the of end, last year. The end of last year. So, correct. When we got to this part, it was, it was, it was originally named something else, right? And we moved it up for May, because yes. it was supposed to be, I think, in July. And yeah, June, I think. June and, July, uh, yeah. and the more I looked into it, the more I studied it for the show, the more I wanted to preach on it, right? So, what God culture is, is basically seeing trying to see or realizing how god is either not in the culture or ways that he is in the culture but mainly how god culture could also be seen it could also be seen as kingdom culture it's just that god culture was was shorter to read to write for the hashtag right so it gives somebody like 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 kingdom culture how we as believers how we as as believers Stay serving a living and real God in a culture that does everything possible to like dismiss him or reject God, right. right? So how do we survive and how do we keep our faith in a culture that is pushing us to denounce our faith in God? Right. Or, or even how, how, do we, how do we react or in, in our everyday life, you know, to the the culture that we're bombarded with right you know do we because uh, we we originally looked at it through the eyes of, of music because that's just something we love and something we've been passionate we're passionate about and, and yeah something that we're involved in. um so it's like you know as you know how how do we navigate the calling if there is a calling and your everyday life and the idea of do you how do you sell out why would you sell out do you sell out what is selling out you know, within even within that conversation, right? right. So, so that's kind of, and, and, and then also, and the third part of it is how do we bring kingdom culture to the non-believers? Yes. How do we right? stay how true we, to God? How do we stay true to God? Uh, get His message out, and not and not get bummed out when no one wants to listen to when us. No one wants to listen, right? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so, so we separated this into three things, right? Uh, three different views of God and culture. The first one is God against the culture. The second is God of culture. And the third is God in the culture. Right, so today, we invited DJ412 <laughs> to be to join us in this conversation. See, the thing is that when we first did this with Sam Ock, we loved the format so much that now we're going to start doing more of it, just like overflow hangouts. Yes. Right? So it's just going to be conversational. Right? And um, so yeah, so we wanted we wanted DJ four twelve because he uh, part of it is because 
We know him, so we knew he'd say yes. The second, the second <laughs> <laughs> facts again. This, yep. <laughs> uh, the second thing is because um, uh, he's he's a guy he he tours, so you know it's not, you know he's not a DJ that you see every few months. He might do some small like uh, event or some little like you know block party or something. But he's a guy that, right. that he's actively um, in both. Uh, Christian and non-Christians uh, scenes or, or uh, events and right. No, we'll say we'll say, we'll say like he just came back, dude. Like you just came back from a super dope, probably one of the hypest do- shows yes. that I had the pleasure of seeing on through, Instagram through social media. Right? Man, yo, <laughs> so that that's like life changing and probably will be the top five shows for the rest of my life. So like, before you talk to us about that, okay. Why don't you give us like a what? Give us like a short introduction of who is DJ Four Twelve. <laughs> Yo, I'm giving this man some thumbs down. You cannot see it, guys. I apologize. <laughs> uh, cool. So DJ Four Twelve. Uh, birth name is DeBaron Hughes. Thank you guys again for having me. Uh, short synopsis would be one DJ, two turntables, two needles, three reasons, love God, love people, love music. Um, so whatever you see from me, whatever you hear from me will come from those bases. I'm someone who loves Jesus very much. Uh, that is the core and the essence of why I do what I do. I love good music. Like, that's it. If it's if it's dope, that's it. That's it all that split. matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and I love people. So whenever you come to a party, it'll be God-centered, um, dope music, and a fun hang. So let's make it happen. All right. Any questions for Mr. 412? Mr. 412. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. DJ 412. Well, I wasn't going to use your your government name, but since you said it, DeBaron. What up? Um, I like that. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to act like, like, like I didn't know any of that. Right. <laughs> so you said like twice in, in the intro that um, you love Christian music. Yeah. And that... If it's a party with you, it's going to be God-centered. Yeah. Right? So, what I was saying before you intro yourself, you just came back from Trinidad yes. with Cannon, Tadashi. Who else was out there? Man, so, Flame, Mike Real came through, and then there was dope, dope, dope Caribbean artists. Uh, Positive was there. Uh, Jay Prince was there. DJ Christchild. Like, the list goes on, but they were all amazing. All right. So... We're not dismissing that. We're not going to okay. discount it. We're going to come back to that. Because it's easy to do God-focused music right. in a God-focused event. Right. Right? But I also know that you DJ the the, the Peachtree Road Race. Yes, sir. Right? And I know this because... You tell us every <laughs> chance you get to. <laughs> Lies. Down facts. Facts. Alternative facts. <laughs> fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Right? I know this because it's 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 the marathon done through my job. 10K. Just right? To, it's, just to, all right, whatever. It's, 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 for me, yeah, yeah, for I me got it's you. a marathon. Yeah, got right? you. Yeah, for me, 10 <laughs> steps is a marathon. <laughs> it's a marathon. Right? Well, it's a 10K. Well, it's it's done through my job. So yeah, I, yeah. I, know, I know a bit more about it. Yeah. Right? And that's not a God-centered event, right? That's not a Christian concert. It's yeah. not a Christian 10K. So what do you play in those events? Uh, so for me, it's, like, it's a variety, right? So I, there's over 260,000 people between the runners, participants, and people just being in Atlanta. So it's one of those things It's like, man, I have to hit every kind of genre right. to make people uh, happy. So for me, it's, it's one of those things is how, what can I do 
that in all I do where Jesus is like, whether you eat, drink, walk or sleep or whatever, like bring glory to him. So it was one of those conversations like, man, how do I do that? So for me, it's uh, one of those things where at the heart of the issue, like all that I do is in worship and all that I do, uh, it's to make God's name famous. So where there might be like uh, some top 40 hit or whatever the case might be, and then Christian hip hop or Christian music sprinkled in between. Uh, for me, the basis of it is philippians 4 8 it's like man whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is holy whatever is righteous think of those things so if i can make someone think of those things and enjoy themselves and have a good time then it's all right with me but if it goes outside of that man if it's something that is corrupting people's thought or making them think of something that is not just or not pure i want to stay away from those things so you would throw on like a i call it the ghetto hokey pokey Electric slide? Is that what you're going? No, for? no, no, no. Because no, electric slide is old school. Yeah, it's the what is it? The what is it? The shuffle, like Cupid shuffle. Yeah, or... the Cupid shuffle, and then after that, you throw on the crazed blessings. Yeah, why not? No, I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. okay, it okay, works. Cool, it works cool. that easy. So <laughs> now, well, now, so <clears throat> so you say top forty. So I mean, <laughs> how much how much top forty music do you actually play? <laughs> play because a lot of it is not is very correct right. no 75 percent of so it do is you do just like just do instrumentals or do you so instrumentals remixes things like that so like or like you got stuff like 21 pilots right so right. it's it's super interchangeable or even you can go like switchfoot super interchangeable but yeah. if i drop like hello by adele that's not a problem right but there's a dope remix with it right so it's okay a dope hello remix by so, adele, so you no don't just knows. so okay so you don't do just do hip-hop you you kind of hit the whole gamut of, of uh Everything. genres i guess you might styles. like watch me doing some beach music with build me a buttercup and swing dances out there like okay you got to it's good you got no, to i like it I like it. Come through, Jay. <laughs> I just, I just might have to. <laughs> Please. Like the, the 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 email came in. Yeah, I want to see Cal dance the Buttercup. No, no, no. I like, will dance. No, no. With it'll him. be it'll be a work. It'll be a work thing. The email came in. Yeah, we need volunteers for that. I'm like, no. Come watch me, DJ. You know you want to. Say you were helping me. I just. Man, did you really just say that to me? No, I didn't say. <laughs> hey, delete that part. You said it. Delete that part. You said it. All right. So, and and, and and then that's the thing, right? Because we're, we're we're pulling this, the ideas of of God culture, out of the parable of the sower, right? And for God and culture, we're using Matthew thirteen eight and nine, where Jesus said, "Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Right, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Right. So the thing is, the thing is, if 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 we were to see ourselves as these seeds, right, that falls on good soil, right? Because my 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 iteration of this is that the soil is is the world around us. Yeah. Right. And the seeds are us, the believers, that follow scripture that follow and work, you know, the Great Commission, right? Right, And making disciples, right? So those of us that are, that don't shy away from doing the work, right? Or don't keep the work solely within the confines of the church building, right? We are to go out into the world, right? And create disciples. So we're, yeah. we're, we're basically, I like <laughs> when I used to rap, right? We're, we're, we're farmers. Yeah, we're farmers. We're out there with seeds, planting seeds, right? Just so if you heard anything so if you in the hear background, the crash in the background, that's uh, Mumbles, aka 
Juni. Good job. AKA Knucklehead. So now he's talking to us. I keep, like, not only does he just make noise, but then he just starts talking to us. Ay, ay, ay. What am I going to do with this kid? So, uh, well, well, our listeners have heard of him. So yeah, so now, now you've been introduced. Now you know Mumbles. Say what's up, Juni. Now, now he's embarrassed. Now, now he doesn't want to <laughs> talk. He want to say nothing. <laughs> right? So, so the deal is this, right? And we and we wanted to inter- we wanted you to start off the series because you're that guy. You're that guy that is doing things within I guess um the Christian scene, right? Let's, right. Let's, let's use that for the lack of a better term. And you're also doing things in the non-Christian scene. Yeah. But do you compromise your faith when you're out there? No, you and, can't. Well, you can. It's very possible. <laughs> True. Right? Yeah. You can. I mean, can. that can. is that is an actual option we, we uh, have, for we, some people. We have known it to happen. <laughs> but for me, no, nah, uh, you can't. And even so, an earlier conversation, even there's times it's like Instagram posts. It can be like, all right, I can take Jesus out of this Instagram post and just make it very vague. But for me, that's an incomplete story. Like, what is my story without Jesus being at the center of it? What is my story without me giving honor and glory to God? So for even the Trinidad and Tobago post, it's like, man, I can say, yo, great opportunity. Thanks to all the people who brought me up. But it's like, man, at the end of the day, like, Jesus, thank you for these gifts, these opportunities. Uh, and Trinidad is easy because it's a Christian event. But even at at the PC Row Race or any non-Christian event I do. Yeah, because you do stuff. Like, I've seen you do spin for something that involved the Falcons. Yeah, so Atlanta Falcons, uh, where was that? Atlantic Station, right. 17,000 people, right? And so it's dead, like diehard Atlanta fans, diehard Atlanta people, and that's real ratchet music. Like, that's, <laughs> yes. like we created that. Uh, yes. So Atlanta created that, and that's what they, like, they breed. But it's, it's like, man, how do I give them a little bit of them but still bring them in? Because it's like if I can't relate to anyone, I can't really build a relationship. I can't right. have a conversation with you. That's You're right. not even giving me – like I can't even get my foot in the door. Um, and the biggest part of conversation is just understanding, relating. So for me, it's like how do I understand from the musical platform to bring you in? And I think a lot of things for me when I DJ events, it's like, all right, cool. Let me get you to like me. Let you get you let let me get you to trust me. Because then when you trust me and you buy into my brand, then you trust whatever I'll do. And you're like, oh well, I trust him. Like he does a great job DJing. So whatever he plays is cool with me. So for me, it's like, all right, cool. I'm gonna give you a snippet of what you want. I'm gonna give you a snippet of what you should have and what I like. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like I I'm the guy that doesn't take requests. Like I really just DJ because I like for everyone to listen to what I want to listen to. So so, what, so yeah. do you explain what your name means? Yeah, if anyone, I know, I know people ask. So, what's DJ Four Twelve? The craziest thing is, I make so many people mad because they're like DJ Four Twelve, haha, should have been Four Twenty. I'm like, well, it's actually a Bible verse, and they just look at me so sideways. They're like, you could have just went with it or something like that. I'm like, well, it says be an example to all believers in the way you love. They're like, all right, cool, your faith. All right, cool, your action. All right, cool. And then I say purity, and they just give me this weird look. They're like, uh, and all those things. And so for me, Lost it just me purity. You know what I mean? Like, it ruins every conversation. What does that mean? When people are like, oh, why not 420? And I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm a Christian, and I don't smoke, and this is what it means. Right. And so <laughs> people just, they like, some people are like, oh, that's cool. Other people just, like, kind of shake their head, and that's the end of the conversation. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, you know, I mean, that's, that's the reality, right, when you speak with people about Jesus. That's right. the thing we have to, we, you know, some people will be, you know, a good talking about, 
the parable of the seeds, right? Some good soil, some bad soil, some whatever, Rocky shallow whatever soil, you call rock, it, yeah. the rocks, you know. the rocks, the rocks. Um, so that, but that's the, the thing. So, so, well, that's cool, man. Cause that, so your, your thing is, you know, Hey, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Now has, how is, how does that translate into conversations? Have you had good, con- you know, have you been able to, has that sparked some good conversations with folks where maybe you were able to invite them to a, a church or, or something. How does yeah, that, how does for that sure. Work? Even even with the name thing, they're like, "Oh, cool! Like, I want to know more. Like, why that name? Let's peak conversation." Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why I went to four twelve. Like, it resonated with me. It meant something to me. It's a conversation piece, uh, conversation starter. And so, like, it, it grows there. Or some people just leave it that way. But even when, so uh, I do a lot in my community. And so, two years ago, or like a year ago, we had this basketball tournament, and I wanted to DJ for it. So I just went and DJ for it. And a, a good ninety-five to like ninety-eight percent of all the music I did was Christian hip hop. And all these people are coming up to me. They're like, "Yo, why have I never heard this? Why have I never heard that? Why have I?" Not? I'm like, "It's Christian rap." They're like, "It's Christian music." I'm like, "Yeah, it's rap." They're like. It's Christian rap, like they like like it was a disconnect. Like those two things can't be like they can't be interchangeable, or they can't go together. Right, you can't you can't do rap and you, you and Christian, no, and it can't no, be good. No, like, it can't be good. good. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. So for me, it's it's conversations where they're like, "Yo, I didn't even know that existed." And and being in Atlanta, right, being one of the creators of ratchet music, like you see how much one you are a product of your environment and you make that music like because that's what you're in or two how right. you can change that culture right so it's like man if i bring this into the culture and i give people good outlets and i show them that there's more opportunities and i'm living in the same context as you that gives them a different perspective that they never seen they're like in my culture this is all we can do because this is all we hear and for me it's right. like man flip side i'm in the same culture you are but i still love jesus and we can do these things shout out to flip side hey yo shout out they did a great show if you I don't, don't know I don't about it, it i don't want to hear it uh, he missed it. If you don't know I about it, it go check it. it out. I was all set to go. So my man know, James Hans Hammock. I had a I had a, a life changing event. Uh, yeah, from going. Right? Praise so, the Lord. So check this out. So you said something that was that was that's gonna. <laughs> I was trying to avoid it, Kenito, but I'm not gonna be able. To. Uh, we don't we don't avoid things here. Praise the Lord. We, so we uh, the reason why on. why all this God culture thing came out is because a lot of Christian artists. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because it hits all genres. It's right. not even a lot of Christian artists, and I'm not going to go know. into genre because it does hit all genres. And I've heard it from Christian artists of all genres. Yes, a lot of Christian artists feel that in order to make good music or to be seen as good artists, artists that make good music, that they have to leave the Christian part or the God part out, and so they compromise by saying, "Well, you know, it's it's just good art, you know, just." You know, just my songs, my lyrics, or saying, "Oh, well, we're not a Christian band. Oh, we're not a Christian band. You know, but we're just gonna sing about love and like things that have to do with love." But, but you know, <laughs> not really a Christian band, right? So, you are telling us right now yeah. that you go out there and you go to these non-Christian events, big events, because you mentioned big numbers. How many people show up at the road race? Like two hundred. Thousand, sixty thousand. Right. How yeah. many people were at that Atlanta Falcons? Thing? Like seventeen, twenty thousand. If, if I'm not mistaken, that was before the Super Bowl that day. Yeah, so it was for the state, you know right? the so. <laughs> yo, chill. <laughs> we still hurt. Let us rebuild. Like Dude, the bridge. I'm a Giants fan. Uh you can go somewhere else. All right. So no, <laughs> I'm just saying I'm a Giants fan. <laughs> right, Rocky. You guys made it to the Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> Facts. Right. And beyond that, I'm a Knicks fan. 
So that that's right? where that, hey, that's that's it. Have you need pity lots of me. prayer. You guys made it to the Super Bowl and lost ridiculously. It wasn't even horrendously. It was it was hilarious, ridiculously. But it's still not funnier than me being a Knicks fan. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> still, but, but at least I'm not a Nets fan. True. But anyway, right? But you say that you go to these things that are not Christian events. Yeah. Right? They're not Christian events. Road race. My job is over that. I don't work for a Christian company. Right. And you have all these thousands of people and you don't keep Jesus out. Right. Right? You don't say, well, I'm just a DJ. Um, you know, I'm not a Christian DJ. Yeah, I'm just going to play whatever, just a DJ. whatever I'm just going to play whatever people want to right. appease the ears of the people. Right. Right? Because I don't want to be seen as a Christian DJ. <laughs> right? So what, what drives that? Like, like I'm just like taking shots everywhere. Right, so, yeah, so. so I think I think the main reason of what drives that is like I have to ask the question: What drives me? Because at the end of the day, like what I'm doing is is a part of who I am at the core of who I am, and so I I couldn't be the person who's like, man, I'm gonna live this way outside of the public eye, and then I'm gonna get in the public eye and flip. Like, oh, I got to put on a show now, or I got to stun now. And it's like, man, right. if this is who I am in my everyday life, if I have struggles, if I strive to strive to live for Jesus, that's what you're gonna see. Like, it's not right. So, who, so who are you trying? So, so I guess you could say, like, you know, um, another way of saying that would be like, well, who am I pleasing? Right. Right. Am I gonna please uh, two hundred thousand people? Right. Or try to please two hundred thousand people? Because you're not gonna please all of them. Right. Or am I gonna please? Um, my savior. You know, I want to go to. I want to go to heaven. You know what I mean? No, but it, it's it's like who but, who controls souls? Like right. man can judge me. Man, because earlier, because earlier in me. our conversation, I mean, you even said right. You know, uh, you know, if you deny me before men, right, right. So that's so that's that internal, right. You know, make God make God known. You said make Jesus known. You make can't God make him. You deal. can't make him known, right? If <laughs> if you're if you're hiding him, right. And for me, it's it's not one of those things where I have to be a hundred percent like, oh, I'm a Christian, oh, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. Like, if you listen to my music long enough, or like listen to what I play, I'm like, that's kind of different. Like, I haven't heard that. Or they said God, they like, or they weren't like, but like vague about it and didn't just say God, but they said Jesus. Like, <laughs> right. So okay. Now, more importantly, what about? So I, I would say more. So in those, you know, how do you navigate? So you navigate that in the music. You just play the music. Right. Which I think is great. You don't take requests because I DJ, I was a terrible DJ for a little while and requests. <laughs> DJ push play. <laughs> um, but I completely lost. Thanks. I lost my train of thought here. You're uh, a terrible DJ. I, was, I don't take I, requests. I was, ter- but you don't. <laughs> so how how do th- like so how do those conversations outside the music how do they work? Because I would imagine. Because you're playing Christian music in in the midst of some of that stuff, like you said, people ask you, "Oh, that's cool." That's just, so. Do you do you try to do you ever tr- do you extend those conversations? Do you or do you just kind of um, not to sound cliche, I guess, but you know, as the spirit leads, do you know, like, okay, I'm, I can I can push a little here, I can For pull sure. a little here. Is that is that right? How you navigate I, that? I think it's one of those things. Is like be harmless as a dove, as wise as a serpent. So I know in some conversations, if someone's like, "Oh, you DJ," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a Christian DJ," they're gonna be completely turned off. Like even the DJ four twelve instead of four twenty name, like they're done with that conversation. Or I could just be like, yeah, like, so I DJed in Mexico, I DJed in Trinidad. Like, they're fully into that. And so for me, it's like, 
again, being spirit led, it's like, how do I leverage this conversation? Like, do I need to be explicit here? Which is, which is fine. Or do I not? Which is fine as well. Uh, for me, it's one of those things, like if you, I've seen for most people, if I get a sense of coolness to them or if I can leverage my platform to, I guess, buy respect from them, they listen more. But even if I don't, like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, I don't need your respect. I don't want your respect. Like, right. If you respect me, cool, and I appreciate it. But it's not going to change who I am and what I say and how I say it. But a five-minute conversation about me, you're going to hear about Jesus. Like, I can't help it, and I don't want to help it. So for me, it's right. one of those things. It's like, all right, cool, let's have this conversation outside of it. And I'm going to be extremely honest, close to 75 to 80% of my events are in the church. Like, And I'm okay with that, and that's what I love to do, and that's what I prefer to be. See, you say that, and I, you know, I was looking at my phone for a while because I was trying to remember a Bible verse. Right, because of what you said, it's inspired me to look in the Bible. Right, and um, I, I think I, I think they go hand in hand. Right, where Paul says in Galatians one ten, he says, "For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Right, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ." And 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 <laughs> it's good to be a Bible nerd. Um, and and that's what I hear. Right. That's what resonates. Anytime I hear, you know, well, you know, I just, you know, I just want to be seen as a rapper first. Right. You know, or a singer or, or a whatever. singer. But like first. that has no value or like uh, or at a all. musician or an artist first, you know, before, you know, be seen as a, a Christian artist or a Christian designer or a Christian whatever. Right. Because right? I, and, and I say this because oh, my voice like really went up there. Yeah. I say this because when when I was a fashion designer in New York. Right when I had the company with my business partners, special effects graphics, we would design. This when this is when urban fashion first blew up, and we were basically everybody's outsourced fashion house. Right, so when Snoop Dogg wanted a line, special effects did his line. Right, when Eminem wanted a line, Shady, we did that. Yeah. Right. So, but then, like you know, we were all believers. Yeah. So then. A lot, you know, the Holy Spirit was like working in us and working in us, working in us. Like, you, you know, how 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 do how can we honor you? How can we honor God in our designing? Yeah, right. So when Fubu came to us talking about they wanted to run with, uh, <laughs> they wanted to capitalize on their badonkadonk stuff for the spring line, and like to put to use. Images of explicit, explicit images of women, and whatever, right? And they they offered us, I think, eighty thousand dollars, if I can remember. Man, that was like, and we said no, right? Right, we said no because we are Christian designers, for sure, right? Because I, that's always the thing that I, that we hear with these artists. Well, if a lawyer is a Christian, he's not a Christian lawyer, or if. A, this, a cop is a Christian. He's not a Christian cop. But yes, yes, we are because we are held to a standard that is written in Scripture. And in all things, we have to bring honor to God. Right. Right. So we pulled back. We said no. Right. Right. $80,000 was like my soul is not worth <laughs> $80,000. Right. And, it, and for me, it's one of those things. It's who gave me this platform. Did Jesus give it to me or did man give it to me? And I think it's easy to kind of distort that or to see 
what's right in front of you and be like, oh, this man gave me this platform. This man gave me this opportunity. But clearly the Bible is like, no man can open a door that God hasn't opened. No man can close a door that God hasn't closed. What is money to eternity? Right? Like right. It, it does nothing. And on top of that, it's <laughs> like that. my my Christianity supersedes everything. Like it is my, now it is my new identity. Like, so I, I, I am stripped of my old thing. Like, behold, all things have become new. Like, I have become a joint heir of the kingdom of God with Jesus. Like, and that's so much more important than anything on earth to me. Like, that's more important than me being a DJ. That's more important than me being an artist or whatever it is. Like, me being a Christian first. And that has to infiltrate and, like, affect every aspect of my life. Art doesn't affect any aspect of my life. So, okay. So, so as you guys were talking, I was thinking when when, uh, Jay was reading... uh you know what Paul wrote. <clears throat> um, you know it. It seems it seems like from someone from the outside. <clears throat> you know, I guess the question then, the question that we don't maybe we don't ask ourselves is, um, what am I? Right. The Baron. I mean, you know, he he was like, well, I'm a Christian first. So. So then the question is, right, maybe the question that artists need, maybe it's a question we need to start asking artists. Right. What are you? Are you are you a Christian? Are you a follower of Christ? Or are you... I'm not. Are you a dot, dot, dot? <laughs> are you not? Right? right. It's, it's a simple question. Right. No, well, and, I, and I mean in the sense of, of are you a singer? Are right, you right, a rapper? Right. Are you, right. Yeah. Where, where, are, where are, is your identity right? What are you? In? Are you a Christian or are you a dot, dot, dot? Right. Because I think I think then then we can say if they're like, well, I'm a, I'm a rapper or I'm a singer, then you're not. Then right. you're not a Christian. Right. 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 Because <laughs> right. Right. That, take, that takes precedence. Because so what, 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 we're talking you, identity. Yes. What are you serving? Right. Right. What are you serving? Are you serving God? Right, who gives you identity and, and who who is giving you the refreshment and the new life and the new, I guess, um, focus, right, and everything, right? Or are you serving fame? You know, my my as 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 much as I like to rag on my legalist church, growing up, right? Um, yeah, my, not legacy. We're not legalists. Yeah, I was about to say legacy is not. If you want to join legacy, <laughs> we're not legalists. Not legacy. But I mean, our listeners know that. I would just because we talk about it. A we lot. just want to make sure disclaimer, yeah, right? <laughs> so if, if I know, okay, I know I rag a lot on the church I grew up in there because go. it was a legalist church. There you go. But Amen. my mm-hmm. pastor would always tell me, like he would always, he would always tell me, Jay, you gotta beware the three F's, right? And it's in Spanish, like beware the three F's: la fama, la fortuna, and la falda. All right, cool. Right? Translate. So fame. fama, fame. <laughs> Fortune, fortune, and the skirt, and the skirt. Cool. So, in other words, whoa, it's three S: fame, fortune, and females. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like Word. He would, he would always tell <laughs> Trademark. me because, right, right, because you know, I, I I was singing salsa, right, and I was opening for all these secular artists and doing all these yeah, things, yeah. right. Of course, you know, you don't get into that stuff because you just want to be like the unknown singer. You you want to be famous, right, right. But I was trying to do that and still serve God. Right, do that and still come to church to serve God, and of course, you know the females. Right, you're in music. It doesn't matter, Christian or not, married or not. Right, married or not, you're in music. You're on a platform, right? You're attracting the females. Come. That's right? why I do this podcast. The females come. <laughs> I'm just wow. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It hasn't even worked anyway. <laughs> That's the only reason why you're kidding, right? But <laughs> right. But he would always he would always tell me, 
you were like, I would always go to him for some advice or for some help. You know, hey, pastor. You know, actually, I, we call him Godfather. I call him Godfather. You know, Godfather, I got a show this weekend. And he would always say, I'm going to pray for you because you got to be where the three Fs. Fame, fortune, and females. Right. Right? And I hate it when he would tell me that. But then whenever I did a show, <laughs> I remember it's like, hey, hey, hey. Because hey. I even used to see, like, Christ, I used to sing Christian salsa. Right? Christian salsa. And it was still the same thing. <laughs> same thing. Right? It's the same thing. And, 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 and then that's the thing, right? Because... Well, was that, uh, the, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. I was about to say, I've seen people twerk to Christian music. Like, I'm playing Christian music by, by, and you're twerking in my dude, face. And I'm used, like, what is this? I used to that's do where you say, <laughs> Stop! This is Jesus. I used to do. I used to. I used to. I used to do reggaeton. Okay. Right. I used to do reggaeton. So we would be in churches. Yes. We would be in churches, yes. and you know, in Spanish is known as perreando. English is known as dry humping. Oh, right? yes. We would be. Oh, in churches. I call it. I call it R. Kelly dancing. <laughs> oh no! Because they don't see anything wrong with that bump and grind. <laughs> oh no! Right. Right. In churches. In churches, singing. You know, Christian reggaeton. And we, we always laugh because we always make fun of our buddy Angel because one time he opened up for like this big artist and he was there doing his music and doing his song and he stopped. Like he stopped in the middle of the you know, song. He stopped in the middle. He just said, stop and the track. He, he's like, stop the track. And he started like exhorting and like scolding the kids in the front for dancing. <laughs> Yeah, but no. they weren't just dancing. I mean, that, no, I was, they, okay. they needed to be told stop. You know, like a, like a spray bottle, like you do with a cat. Stop. Right. So, yeah. and then when we had when we had Club ATL, when we had Club ATL, which was like basically, well, it was, it was what like, it is. It was Club ATL. It was Club ATL. Club. We bring artists in. Yeah. And I would give like a reflection of the gospel, pray for kids, for kids, but. It was open to the public. Yeah. So a lot of non-Christian kids would come because of the music. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. You know, we've done festivals together. You know that. And um, like I had this one, this the one of one of the body, one of the the bouncers, like come in and he told this, he told this couple, you guys gotta stop dancing like that. Right? Like what? And then big dude, big black dude. So they listened. Yeah, he was scary. Right. And then when they and then when he like they forgot for a while. And it, they started again. And he came back. I'm not going to tell you again. Stop dancing like that. Right? You can dance and enjoy the music, but stop dancing like that. Yeah. Right? And leave, leave some space for the Holy right? Spirit, guys. And, and I'm like, Joe, they're not Christian kids. Right. Right? It's like, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> so, and, then, and, then, and then the next thing I know, I see, I see, <laughs> I see, I see him like literally grab, grab money by the neck, <laughs> pick him up. Yo. <laughs> I take him outside. Say, like, yeah, I told you twice. Now you're out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, th- I think that, I think that's one of the things. though. like for me, when I go into those those arenas, it's like cool. Definitely be prayed up. Like so, my man Cannon. When I first started working, he said never travel alone. I was like, right. all right, cool. Like I traveled alone once. And I was like, I didn't do anything. I didn't get in trouble. But I'm like, nah, I should never do this again. Like, this is a dumb idea. Like, yeah. I was like, well, it just makes more sense financially. But like, yada, yada, yada. Like, I, I explained it, right? And so I was like. That's my travel slash accountability part. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just. Or, or, or juice. You don't give any room for the devil. I'm like, I'm, I'm 20. I got money. And I'm traveling in a city I probably won't travel to again. This is the devil. <laughs> like, right. don't do that by yourself. Yeah, like, go on, yeah, because something, something innocent, right? Right. Like, oh, I'm gonna check out this like place to eat because I heard it's dope. You know, you don't know how something innocent. Usually, just, that's how it is, right? Something innocent, 
ends up getting you in trouble. Well, so, you know, I mean, like, the, for the same reason you do the podcast, right? They get girls. Like, if I just say I'm a DJ, it just works automatically. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a bad idea. Yeah. Like, oh, you're done? Hey, well, come hang out with us at right. nah. such and such a place. We'll do karaoke. And nope. next thing you know, your daddy, some, <laughs> some you know, twins that, that out in, you know, like, that Montana. That happens with preachers, too. Yo, like, but it that's would, what I'm saying. It like, would, It would happen to me in New York as a preacher. Hey. Oh, hey. Hey, preacher man. <laughs> well, I wasn't pastor then, but it was like, hey, Jay, Jay, we're going to go to this diner after after church. Come out with the us. only one right? who could <laughs> ever move me. Right? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hey, food? Right. You know, we always do food. We love, right. events, we love to right? eat. You know, we always, right? And then, and then, all right, tell me what diner, and I'll meet you there. And I go. I mean, luckily I was with my brother. I was a Waskar. But, and, I, and I'm, you know, driving to the diner. Oh, I think this is it. Right, and when we go, the table is nothing but females. Nah, like it's nothing but females. Yeah. I mean, we weren't married and we were young, and I'm like, dude, why didn't we bring anybody else from the church to come with us? Nah. Like, <laughs> but, so, but, but by the time I said it, he already sat down. Yeah, so, you, so, so you, the, I go ahead. I'm sorry. The, the question is then, right? The question is, and this is a question for all of us, right? Because if it's God in culture, right? God in culture, then how? Aware, well, no, not even where, but how do we do that, right? Because that's that's it's, and it's not just for artists; it's for all believers. Yes, right. It's for all believers because we are in it, but not of it, right? Of but it, it, you know, it. but we're still in it, right? Right. We're still in it, right. and we have to on the day to the day to day while we're in it, we have to always show Christ. Right. We have to always reflect Christ. Yeah. So, how do we do this? I'll, Especially I'll, you, that you bounce back and forth more than we. Yeah, you're, you're, right. Yeah, you're traveling. So I, I kind of just chuggle there because it's like, man. Sometimes I'm gonna be honest. I hit him with the Jesus juke. I'm like, yeah, I was just DJing at this church down the street. You ever been? <laughs> and like the conversation is gone from there. Like it's like you know, this is a sure way to get out of this situation. Artists share Christ, which is both equally good, right? right. But but <laughs> what's up? But when you do that, do you do that? To get out of an awkward situation, or do you do that to reflect Jesus? Right, right. To bring them in, because right. that's oh. it, and, and or it's a little bit of both, right? Both yeah, times. that's what I just said. Like, right. so it's depends, it's, it's a way to do, right? yeah. yeah, it's a way to do both. Like, either the conversation is done, and I just needed to get away from it, <laughs> or they're like, "Yo, I do go to that church," and I'm like, "Great, cool." Or like, I have heard of it. And I'm like, they're doing great things, like, and I can exalt them. And so, like, even the the first time I traveled alone, I'm like, "Well, I'm not getting paid enough. Like, it doesn't make sense financially." And after that time, I was like, "I don't care what I'm getting paid. I'm bringing." someone with me like the, me yes. spending money to well, make sure someone can come with well, me Hawk, like you know what he said that, that I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be traveling past i'll be your real you know I mean? so for me it's like that that money is irrelevant to me staying you know, pure he's, he's worldwide now he's international no. so you got to get your i need to get my passport together step your game up g come I'll, on I'll, so I'll, like listen i'll be i'll be your uh i'll be your armor bear <laughs> <laughs> or your turntable bear. I'll, I'll carry the turntables get swole real quick so for me it's like man that money I quote unquote that sacrifice that I'm losing. It's so much like it's worth it for me to keep my purity. It's worth it for me to be true to my name, like to be an example. Um, yeah, so just just things like that. It's like all right, so I'm a I'm a bring culture into this situation to to even when people are like, yo, why are they here? They're not even traveling with you. Or even sometimes like I go with un, like I have unsafe friends that come with me because just another person keeps me accountable. But still too, it's like, man, they get to see how I do business. Like as a they get to see as a believer how I do business. Even they're like, yo, why are you bringing me? I'm like, so I don't do anything wrong. And they're like, oh, 
for like what would be wrong and i'm like this would be wrong so it's like man i get to i get to share the gospel on mission they get to see how i live staying at a hotel you know what i mean i didn't book at all with yeah. the person that i didn't come with yeah <laughs> would be wrong that would, would be, be terribly yes. wrong you know what i mean yes. so for me it's one of those things it's like it it intersects every conversation and intersects every relationship at the core of it because it's like man the main reason i'm doing this is so that i can one stay above reproach and honor god but two that you as a non-believer can see what is the quote-unquote hopefully the model or the goal of a believer that i would go to great extents to like to make sure my name is taken care of or to make sure that i glorify god in that and so for them they're like hmm like, I know so many people that wouldn't do that. They were like, oh, I'd just be trying to come up on this. So for me, it's like, man, in the normal high life culture of being an artist, people are like, oh, like sex, drugs, and money. Like, you can get all those things. Like, why aren't you doing that? It's like, because that's not important to me. What's important to me is me, like, living in a way that I honor God. And you are a part of that. And not only are you a part of that as someone who travels with me, but then they get to see it. Like, and I get to model it in front of okay. them. So how, so how important is, because this is one thing, um, Part of the conversation that me and Jay uh, have, one of the things we notice, and I'm and I'm sure you can really speak on this, and ha- having traveled with Christian artists, um, is it seems like a lot of Christian artists are not rooted in a um, a home church or in a in a place oh, where in a place where they're getting dude I forgot about that in a place where they're gonna be get where they're getting fed and they're getting encouraged and prayed for. Um, before they do, before they go out, or being held accountable, or, or being held accountable. So how does how do you how do you navigate how do you navigate that? Yeah. So uh, thankfully, Jay can care less that I DJs. Right. <laughs> and he'll hit me up. He's like, "Hey, how are you?" And I'll just be like, "Oh, I'm on the road. I'm doing this." He said, "I didn't ask about any of that." He's like, "How right. are you? Like, are you with Jesus? Are you at <laughs> church?" Like, he can care less. And so, like, I have other like my discipleship group. Like, well, uh, you know, I I do say that you're my son in the faith. So. Right. I, I, you got to be true to that. Yeah, you darn straight up. Like, so <laughs> I got I got homies, uh, a guy named Will, Jess, and Ryan. They're part of my discipleship group. And it's one of those things, like, I let them know before I travel. So while I'm out, they're praying for me. They're asking me what I'm doing, where I'm at, like, keeping me accountable in that situation. But even still, the guys that I travel with are really good dudes that really love the Lord. Like, I, I think I've been blessed to do that. All of them? So I would, I'm going to say the guys I do specifically, right? So, like, even traveling with Tripoli, like... This dude loves the Lord. He'll miss out on quote like miss out on money to make sure he's back at home. Like we, our latest flight to get back home was like six in the morning because he had to be at church with his body. Like, and I, I, I super appreciate that. Like that instilled something in me. It's like, man, this is important. Like being plugged into my local church is important. Or even like taking care our like stewarding our, our relationships with our wives, our significant other. Like I was out with Cannon and Daraj. We were going for like a day or so. And they're like, man, I miss my wife. They're like, yeah, man, right. me too. So like they're promoting good conversation about biblical and healthy relationship. And for me, it's like, oh, like, cool. Like this is not mirrored on the other side of a secular industry. Yeah, but. Canon is married to a Boricua. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's all I'm... He better a, be saying he misses her, <laughs> even if she ain't there. Canon <laughs> is married to a Boricua. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, so it, like, for the, for the most if part... If you do listen to this, what's up, prima? <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, it's one of the things where, like, I've been taught, like, most of the things I know how, like, I've learned from Canon, I've, I've learned from R. Swift, I've learned from the people who kind of helped me in starting my career of like they mirrored it, like they mirrored what it should look like. 
of how to travel well. So I've been lucky, I would say, to not go out on the road with people who are like, oh, I can care less about my Christianity when I'm out here. Um, yeah. So and even like some other artists I know, like it's in their contracts that they have to be at church with their families at least two Sundays a month. And that means a lot. And it's showing me it's like, man, they're, quote unquote, losing money. Are they sacrificing money for what's most important, which is God and being with your family and things like that? So, yeah. OK, that's a little. Yeah, because I, I know that, you know, uh, just from just from observation, you know, when you see when you see artists uh, quote unquote fall, right? Where yeah. they get caught up in, you know, whether it's uh, affairs or just you know maybe not being the most honest in business, right? Uh, or how they treat fans or how they treat others, and so sometimes you you know you kind of look at that and you're like, man, you know that that doesn't happen if you're if you're plugged in. That doesn't happen if you've got that accountability, right? Like I know I got to answer to someone, like yeah, so other how, than you know, Jesus, because it's it's like a, what you know, um, well, what, yeah. Right. What Completely. what are you, where do you so so that in those moments you see okay, so the the quote unquote art has has become the god, and right. and God has you know taken the back burner. has taken has taken that two or three steps down, and and that's the thing. Like, are we fitting God into the culture? So if into you our see, schedules, are so if you versa. see that, I mean, is that is that something that you would is call that, out? Call out if you, yeah, is that something you would address? I, I said that not knowing if that's where you were going. Yeah, no, I was going to say address. Is that something that maybe you would, if you saw some, I mean, if you saw a brother, all right, would, would that I, be I, something that you would say? I'll, I'll say this. I'll, I'll, I'll say it like this. Jay will. Right, I'll say it For like sure. this. For he, sure. Right? No, that no, only because I, I have the confidence in saying this and I know that it won't be misconstrued right. or misunderstood, right? But if you saw Cannon, right, right, Slipping on his integrity, not with his wife, because I know that'll never happen, right? Like, I, no, it's not just because he's Borigua and she'll cut him, but <laughs> it's because, like, I've seen them together, right? Right? I've seen them together and, like, I love it. Right. Right. I mean, even I make it, it make but, even but, even if it is like that's an extreme, you know, I might maybe a little extreme, but those things happen, right? But people, she'll cut him. But <laughs> but I'm saying like in some, some guys, some guys are because she's from up north. Yeah, but some guys are scared she's, about she's that because they're like, I'm traveling. She ain't I think she's know. from Arizona though. No, no, <laughs> she's from Jersey. Oh, we had lot. we had this conversation. Okay, she's she is Jersey. from Patterson, Jersey. She's from Jersey. Yeah, You're right, Jersey. Sorry, yo, all Puerto Ricans are cousins. Like we're all primos. Once we find out that they're Puerto Ricans, right? So. Yeah, she's from Jersey, so that that makes it even worse. It's like she'll cut him. Anyway, so the point. Anyway, anyway, the, the right? point so, is, so if, like, if if he like, let's say like his integrity with his business, which is like I've done stuff with Cannon, so I, I know this is also something that he wouldn't do. But still, would you call him out? Yeah, you got to. Like, I think I'm doing you a disservice as a brother who says I love you, not to. Like even right. even even not with canon or even with the non Christian stuff I do. So there's a guy I, I work with by the name of Ronell. We do a lot of stuff in the the secular arena. He's a believer. I'm a believer. We have tons of conversations about how we handle our business. Like I, it destroys me to my core when I see people who love the Lord or say they love the Lord and have terrible business practices. Like I don't understand. Right. Like I don't understand how that goes hand in hand. Right. Okay. To so, love my so brother th- and cheat my brother. So then would you? So you know, the canon is an easy one. Right. Because you know you travel with them, whatever. But let's say you know you're at a at a uh, like a festival like you were in Trinidad, um, and you see a, someone who's a believer, and let's say you you 
within those day, that day or two you've you've kind of built and you see it would you step in was that something that you would be like hey man come here I, I know I know you I just met you whatever but I have as a brother I have concerns I think when you you use or, wisdom on that right. yeah yeah uh intact most definitely yes but even still uh we've been in other situations um and there's people I don't know as well and it's like hey man maybe you should watch how you do this because of the perception or even so another case, I had a homie, uh, he had something on his phone screen, someone took offense to it, we talk in later conversation, we're like, man, we should go above and beyond to make sure that that doesn't happen so people aren't offended. It might not offend us, but it might offend them and what they believe, and we don't want to do that. Like, it's not we worth- We don't want to become what the word describes as stones of stumbling. Right. Like, it's not worth it for me to- to do something in my liberty that would cause other people to right. say, like, I don't. Right. Because, you know, and, and, and I asked that, I asked that because, you know, one of the biggest things that people always throw out um, when it comes to, you know, if so many questions, uh, something that someone does, it's always like, well, you, you know, don't judge me. You can't judge me. Right. And is it, I'm like, well, you know, the question is, well, first of all, I mean, you can get all into it. I, well, if you're a believer, Biblically, and biblically, I, 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 I can't, I can't judge. I can judge you. I can't judge the non-believer, but I can judge you as, or as somebody I, I can once, hold you to a standard. Yeah, or as, right. some, or as somebody I, I know once said, "Hey, I'm just inspecting the fruits." You know what I mean? <laughs> like uh, using the biblical premise that God has given me, I can you know, judge a so tree I, by the fruit it bears. So I'm, you know, um, I'm curious because it seems sometimes it seems like, uh, like stuff happens. Uh, you see people behave certain ways, and it's like, is there no one in their life? Is there no one, you know, even even well, veterans, even veterans in the industry that are that are strong in the faith that are be like, look, so brother man, but, but I'll there, say this: there are, there are some people that because are there are there not? I'm just, it's a question, right? Yeah, 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 it is a question. But but I I I know, I know firsthand, and I'm pretty sure the Baron can 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 concur this that there are some artists. Who feel that because they've got a certain platform or a certain following or fame that they're above reproach? Yeah, there's no approachability in that. <laughs> well, and then on top of that, people are so afraid about what a cosign can do, whether good or bad, that they can like kind of blacklist you out of something. And it's like, man, I'm not worried about you, quote unquote, blacklisting me. Uh, okay. If you need to be corrected, and for me, even even for me, it's super easy to miss church for a month. Like, my church understands it. Like, hey, the man, you haven't had any shows this month. All your shows are on a Sunday. You should probably work to pay your bills. That's a good idea, right? Right. But on top of that, there's extra relationship. There's extra connection during the week to make sure I'm where I need to be. Um, so for me, it's like I know how easy it is to miss church, to yeah, miss I, discipleship I, group. I would call you out on that. Right. Like, <laughs> easily. But for me, it, so one, two, two things. It's like just as easy as for me to be like, okay, cool. I do need to eat. I do need to, like take these shows on a Sunday, I can just as easily be like, hey, God, use wisdom, right? Hey, God, I would prefer to be with you, to to be with my church family, to be fed, than to necessarily make this money. Because this money isn't going to take care of me like I need it to take care of me, as you will. Like, you're the provider. That's your job, right? So it's using wisdom in that sense. Um, and then the other thing I know, so there's people, one, who don't have any com- accountability on purpose, they're in so many places, they're in so many things, so no one can really say anything about them. And they're going to be like, oh, well, like I got people back home helping me with that. You don't. You know you don't. Are they like, <laughs> oh, well, I got people on the road helping me with that. You don't. You know you don't. So then those are the guys that 
as you notice, they're the ones that end up falling into that completely, sin, right? Like they run from accountability, or they might get like one or two people that don't, but they don't tell them anything, right? They're, they're, they're yes men, right? Completely, like, nah, you're good, you're good, bro. Are, they're like, oh, man. at that girl, it doesn't matter. Like, like are they like, oh man, you <laughs> failed? Like, God, God just do forgives. better next time, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, God, like, God will forgive you. God forgives. Just ask for forgiveness. God will forgive you. So all you gotta do is say, I'm sorry. So like being on the road so so often. It's real quickly to be like, ah, oh, I don't really need accountability, or like I can tell them what they want to hear. But Jay, like Jay, will get in my business, like literally, be like, I don't care. Don't tell me what you think I want to hear. If you if you're doing bad, tell me you're doing right. bad so we can help you. But there's people like, oh, well, I like I'm I'm in this group. I'm at that group. Are you at church? But you're not in community. Are you at community? But it's once every other month, right? So you 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 check off the list. Oh man, I got community. They don't know me. They don't know you. Like and they know that. Like and there's there's tons of people Not really. who yeah, there's tons of people who move that way where they have no real accountability, like at all, and they're okay with that. And then when you tell them like, Man, you should get some accountability, you're like, Man, you don't know my life. Like I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm like, okay. Exactly. Wrong. You know what I mean? So <laughs> so so would it be fair to say so would it be fair to say I'm gonna kinda step out here. That step out, brother. Those those that you see those that are are in accountability, uh, would you know? Would you say that those tend to be the guys um, that are a bit more on mission, or a bit more? Yeah, you know, uh, I'm a Christian, and yeah, I'm a Christian, and, and I sing, and I'm a Christian, and I do this. Um, like, how does how does that you know? So you see, so those are those are the guys that that you're kind of like, yeah. And you can tell in their, in their lyrics and their business practices and everything. Whereas when you have, if you like those guys you just talked about, um, do those tend to be the guys then that say, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm a, I'm a singer and not a, a, I'm a singer, a rapper. That's a Christian. Is that, does there seem to be, is that kind of seem to be like, cause that, that's what I'm here. I mean, right, I, right, right. I don't know. I'm, but as you're talking, I'm hearing, okay, so it seems like these guys are in accountability going to be the ones that have no problem. If you call them, if you say, "Well, you're a Christian," so I don't, I don't know if there's a direct correlation, um, but I can definitely see, yeah, that happens more. But even, even the people who don't have accountability, like the issue about not having accountability is it sets you up to play the game. So those, Correct. those could be some of the Christians who are even more on the forefront. Like, oh, I know what to say. I know how to do this. Like, Yo, yeah. right. that statement, like, made the gates of hell shake. Right, because it's like, dude, that was very profound in its simplicity. Because it's very easy for you to play the Christian game, right? Without accountability, it becomes easier because you learn everything. You say like accountability breaks down all all the crap. If I can be honest, like it breaks right. down all the walls. Oh, yeah, like, this is the podcast where you can be honest. Yeah, cool. So <laughs> accountability like breaks down all the crap. Like as a male, they ask you real tough questions. What are you doing in your hotel room? Like by yourself. What's going on? Like what are you thinking about? What are you watching? Um, even like covenant eyes, things like that, where people are in your business as they should, as brothers and sisters in Christ, to make sure that you honor God. And so as someone who doesn't have accountability, you never know. Like you you can say whatever you want to say. Like even for me, when I was in sin, I ran far away from accountability. Right. Like I I know what it's like, and then I can give you all the good answers you want. But then when you're not in sin, you're like, oh man, I want to be in accountability, and I want to be corrected when I'm wrong. Like I want to be around my brothers and sisters because I know that it helps me live better. So I like 
I would want to say there's a like correlation. Right. I mean, it's nothing. Right. Nothing's like nothing you know, concrete. Uh, concrete. Right? But yeah, I would think that you know, it, if it, well, it doesn't come thing, out, if you keep God out, then God's gonna be kept out. Right. And it, right. I, I don't say it won't come out in in conversation because anyone can say it. it'll come out on their walk. So definitely, right. how they how they do business practices. Yeah, you can tell real quickly. Well, like, even and even canned answers like you know. Um, I have one. You you know right? Like sometimes you you could tell. Like sometimes you might know what to say, quote unquote. Give it five you, minutes, you'll see the difference. Yeah, but you're listening to him. You're like, yeah, you're you're full of it. <laughs> well, what's good at you? I have one. Another one. I have one. I, I don't. So, um, what about when um, when a Christian rapper, or even a rapper that's a Christian? <laughs> Feels the need, feels the need to reach more people for God by cursing in their albums and cursing in their songs and trying to portray who they were rather than portray who God has changed them to be. So this is what I'm going to say. I do smaller shows with Christian artists. That's it. Like I do smaller shows with Christian artists that have quote unquote compromise that have said I'm not a Christian. I'm a rapper who's a Christian. I've never, I've never not once said I wasn't a, like a Christian who was a DJ or a Christian DJ. I've never had to have that conversation, but I'm still where I am because God has allowed me to be there. So for me, like I, I feel some type of way about it. Like whenever I hear a Christian cussing a song or like see a parental advisory, I'm just like, I don't want to have to censor a Christian song. Why should I have to do that? Like, right. you're like, I'm not going to play it. I promise you I'm not going to play it. 70, 98% of the time, I'm not going to play a song that has cursing in it, especially from a Christian. Like, it, I'm so turned off by the project. I'm so turned off by the music. Um, I think it's one of those things is if, if this causes my brother to stumble, there's no need for me to do it. Right. So, but, well, my question to that, my add-on question to that is in doing that, <laughs> How do they bring the culture of the kingdom to the lost? <laughs> In your opinion. Yeah. I, I know I know you don't have like the definitive answer, but right. since we're talking about God and culture, right? And whether and, and that's the thing, whether they say they're Christian rappers or rappers that are Christian, you know, they're still using the word Christian, which is Christ like. Right. right. So, so so I think so. The reason I, I said I do bigger shows wasn't to like brag or anything. It was to say there there had there was no comprom- there was no compromise for me, and I still did what I needed to do. Um, but how do I answer that? I think that's a, it's a it's a tough question because it's like I know. So the whole adage like, oh man, she a cushion Christian, like that's just how she grew up. That's normal language for them and where they come from. Um, or even a conversation we had earlier just about drinking and how in Europe like. People just drink and they're Christians and that's okay. But maybe being a Puerto Rican um, or in a very traditional legalistic church, you can't drink and be a Christian at the same time. So I think all of it has to come from that that understanding the context of where they are, being a part of that context, and then using the Bible very skillfully to dissect how you need to do that. Like, I think it, it, for me, I kind of use the, the argument Paul and Peter. I can't really give definites, right? Because Paul, like Peter would at times say Paul was wrong for doing what he was doing. And Paul was like, you don't know what God has told me. You got to do it for yourself. Like, so for me, it's like, I can't call what God has called good wrong. Like, so I'm not going to tell someone you can't eat meat because I'm offended by eating meat. Uh, I'm thinking. And, and, and the reason why I'm asking this is because my, yeah. my daughter, Milena, she sent me a link to 
a video of some pastor somewhere, I forget where, who was like, he was a pastor, and in his sermons, like cursing up a storm. That's interesting. Right? And, <laughs> and, in, the, and in the interview... Like, that goes against DJ four twelve. Right? <laughs> he was he was cursing up a storm, and I'm and and it's funny because it's 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 Milena. She's like, Dad, what's, what's wrong with this guy? Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's what's wrong with this dude? Right? And I'm like, you know, in, in Spanish, there's a term that says that, and I'm gonna say it in Spanish and then translate it because I have to remember it. Right? That usan la libertad como excusa para libertinaje. Right, so I think translated that goes that they 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 confuse or they use their freedom in Christ, right, as an excuse to do whatever they feel pleased to do. Right, where Paul says like, should I should I continue to sin and hope that grace abound? Like God right. forbid, like don't use your liberties to sin. Exactly. Like, so, I you know what I mean? Like I think there's some people who are very excessive with it. They're like, oh, I got freedom to do this. Or like, uh, what, like what Joaquin said earlier is like, oh, you can't judge me. Like, you can't stop me from doing this. God no, has given this me is, liberties from This it. is my walk. You know God, what I mean? Like, God understands. Right. So right, but at, one, at what point does it go from, I understand this is part of your walk because it's it's new well, to where you're like, look, dude, you, you, you say you've been a Christian for 15 years and you're still doing the same thing that you did when you first got saved. Right. And I, I think that, I think, <laughs> so I've had conversations with it with the homies and uh, so the homie, no big deal, super great dude. He he's to the point where he's like, "Yo, if you do anything that will cause people to be offended, that they would not see Jesus well, or they they would be turned off from Jesus, you should stop doing it. Like it's your liberty that important that people wouldn't come to know Jesus. And I think that's the issue. People are so caught up on self and so caught yes. up on like, "Yo, this is my liberty. I should be able to enjoy what I need to enjoy." That people aren't coming to the gospel because they're afraid from like if eating meat offends my brother, then I won't eat meat. Like Paul goes to the extent to say, if something I do that isn't wrong offends you enough to keep you from the gospel, I will sacrifice to myself. I will die to myself, be more like Jesus, that people will come to know Jesus. Yeah. So their their liberty has become their sin. Right. Like and, it, and it, their liberty has become their downfall. They're like man. It's like I, with the conversation of the cursing, you know, we've that, that's been something that. Listen, that was talked about when I was listening to Christian hip hop way back in the that day. That will always be talked about. But it was, you know, it kind of had that, fr- it had a, like a, a new life a few months, you know, about, yeah. a, about a year or so ago. Because of Andy Minio. Because, you know, Andy Minio, I think he was asked or he brought it up. But the point was that it was it was brought up and it was mentioned. And I found it interesting that you, you're right. Because it's like the mentality is, well, I can say it. And if you're offended, it's, your on, fault. it's on you. Yeah. But then they want to turn around and say, well, you know, we just want to let people know that God loves them. Well, how are you letting anybody know that God loves them if you've already started with offense? Right. <laughs> and and so, so, so the same way, right? Uh, if I want to get in the crowd, I at least got to get in the door. Like if I'm not getting in the door with a relationship with someone, like if me cursing is stopping people from actually hearing me, then I've done something wrong. Right, or if, like, you, or if you cursing is actually stopping people from knowing Christ, right? Because when it comes down to it, right, everything that we do as believers is to glorify God and to right. bring people to know Christ, right? Right, and it's not just the cursing; it's the anything, right? Right, it's right. the anything, anything that you do that that is seen as offensive or even that strikes a non-believer as like, whoa, right? We should we should reconsider. You should question it, right? We should reconsider. We should stop because. First and foremost, we must 
give God glory with everything that we do, say, see, whatever, right? And 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 and, and I say <laughs> I say that because like there there are a lot of different things, right? There are a lot of different things, and and again, my legalist upbringing taught me that it, it was it was called or it used to be considered Christian etiquette. Yeah. Right? Christian etiquette. As a legalist, facial hair was not a good thing. Right? Beyond the mustache. It was not a good thing. And I remember being in, in with my grandmother. My grandmother was a pastor. And like she would she would always tell me, Hey, you gotta you gotta shave that beard. And I had like a like a chin goatee. Just just the chin. Yeah, you have to shave that beard. You got to shave that beard. You're going to go preach at the church. You got to shave that beard. You're a Christian. You got to shave the beard. So then one day she wanted me to preach at the church. I told you this. And I left the beard on purpose because I did not want to preach. Right. Right? I didn't want to preach. And when I got home in Puerto Rico, I got home late, super late, like church already started, and she was waiting for me. I said, but mommy, I don't want to shave my beard. It's like, it's okay. The people in church, they've already lived life. They already gone through things. They already know things. Like By that time, it was like a geriatric church. Right. She's like, they're not going to mind. If there were young people, I would have told you to shave. But it's everybody's old already. They're not going to mind. They don't Which care. is hilarious because it, it should be backwards, right? You think it'd be backwards. Right. If they're young, don't shave. But right. if they're old, shave. No, because- no, because for her, if they, if they were young, <laughs> then, the then it sets the example, right? Yeah. And they got to learn. Right? If they're old, they're not gonna care because yeah. my, my grandfather was in the first row and I'm yeah. trying to preach and he's heckling me. Yeah, I'm not and, yeah. and threatening to, and threatening to hit me with his cane. Yeah, like, I'm not I'm not shaving my beard. I look like a cabbage patch kid. <laughs> I would say garbage pail kid, but that's just me. Nah, like I, I, I get it. And I think even even the extreme to that is when you see Paul, he takes Timothy like being of age, maybe like a teenager, to be circumcised. Like so that definitely that, a teenager. Right, so that so that other people wouldn't be offended in his preaching of the gospel. I'm like, that's a. I don't know if the, me, you know, what I mean, that's a. <laughs> nope. That's a. That's a whole other. I'm like, maybe they don't need to hear the gospel. You know what I mean? I think I'm straight, but <laughs> God, you can find somebody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, God, God called you to preach to the Gentiles. <laughs> I'll sweep the temple. <laughs> so for me, it's, it's it's one of those things like. God has different callings for different people, right? Some people are those like Timothy that that go to those extremes to do that, and then there's some people who I guess stay in the trenches and and do what is culturally norm okay, to like. All right, but, so, but are, you, are you ready for this though? All right, so this is the last one, and then we're gonna need to wrap up. No, we don't. We're hanging out. <laughs> <All right. laughs> we were back. This is back us when we were with Sam Ark, remember? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, we hanging out. But this is the thing, right? This is the thing. All right, there needs to be a distinction between the believer and the unbeliever that brings the believer to the knowledge of who Jesus is. Yeah. Right? Jesus never betrayed himself to reach anybody. Right. Never. Right. Even though he was amongst them, even though he went to their homes whenever they invited him, like Zacchaeus, right? He never betrayed who he was or being about his father's business, right, to reach anyone. So why do we feel, right, that we need to betray Jesus in order to reach people? Because that is not God in the culture. That is the culture becoming more important and being over God. Yeah, and I, I think, like, to kind of culminate all of it, it's because we think we add something to the gospel when we don't. Like, we're not important to it. 
Like it's important to us. Right. Like the gospel has no need for us to be known. Like even the birds and the trees and the rocks will cry out if we don't. So I think our whole identity and our whole idea, it's like, all right, we got to spice up the gospel to make it look cool, to make it look redeemable to this culture or to make it look hip to this culture that they will accept it. When you see God, he said, like, bump your culture. Like, we, like I'm not worried yeah. about your culture. Like, cause I'm not only am I not worried about your culture, but I come to bring a new culture. Like, and that's the kingdom right. culture. So is like, that so? So would it be fair to say that that's that's where you see where um, you have artists that kind of shift their lyrical content, you know, because they're not trying to. No, I mean, no, no it's just his reaction. Oh, Sorry, his reaction. no, no, no. I, I, I so. Right. You know, and I'm, I'm not listening. I mean, that that's that's been happening for years. So there's right. there's not any specific group on, on, on all on all facets and, and all facets. So, you know, but you you know, there's artists that you are like, oh, so like, uh, you know, you're like, man, these guys like man, preach the gospel in their lyrics all the time. And they've always preached the gospel in their lyrics all the time, Facts. whether they become whether they had the spike of popularity. But even but even then, and then when they came down from being popular, they still kept the same. So I think it's about love. So it could be love to God, love to hey, your get wife over or husband, fence, bro. Love. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think like a clear example of some people who are like mainstream, right? So uh, I think Lecrae has has grown, and in his growth personally, you see it in his music, right? So when he's he's learning, I guess more about like uh, the rebel season, like you heard about what he was like learning about rebel was completely against like we are fighting the culture right uh an anomaly was like maybe we need to save the culture a little bit like how do we like navigate between both of those um and then there's other people like shaolin like shaolin has just been jesus like and not right. to say like cray is wrong or anyone is wrong but like shaolin is just that's that's it. Like yeah, it, yeah like yeah. lamp mode lamp in itself. Mode. You know what I mean? Lamp yeah. mode in itself. Jason and all of them. It's like cool. Grab your Bible. Grab like no like pad. you. Yeah, like you like you grab were saying. The concord, like, those are the the biblical con whatever the, the Bible dictionary concordance. You know what I mean? Like yeah. bump bump your degrees. You about to learn biblical get theology. Get your Matthew Henry commentary. <laughs> exactly. Like that's what you need to learn it. And so where I think both of those are good, right? Where I think Peter was called to the church, and that's what he needed to do. Um, like Shaolin has probably been called to the church, and I think some people have been called to the culture, and some people have called to go take the gospel, um, go take the kingdom by storm. Where even me, it's like, man, I, I, I am in the church, and I love being in the church, but I know my mission is for more than just the church. Like there's right. people who, in what I do, my music will reach. My music will give me a footstep into their lives. It will give me a platform in their lives where they might listen. Well, they'll never step into the church. Right. So for me, it's like, how do you bring the church to the culture? Right. Now here, now here's the here's the rub on that. All right. I'm gonna here, dun, dun, here, here's dun. the rub on that. I agree. Okay. Okay. So let so we're gonna start with the premise that I'm I am not in disagreement with you. All right. However, <laughs> comma. However, right. A lot of people say that. Oh, you know, I'm just trying to reach the culture. Paul, he went to the Gentiles. He went out to the culture. But Paul, and people always like to use Mars Hill, right? Where he talked, about, where he he approached them, and he says, "Oh, you got all these gods and mm-hmm. and and these poets, you know, and they said this, whatever." But I'm gonna tell you about the unknown God, right? And I, and it seems like a lot of times people that say they use it so wrong that say, "Well, I'm just I'm I'm like I'm being like Paul." I'm being like Paul. I'm, I'm engaging the culture. Mars Hill, that's where I'm at. Right. And it's like, yeah, how, but here's a problem. 
Read your Bible you never, and realize. You, you never talk about the unknown God. Facts. You never bring up right? Jesus. So you, you're like, I'm reaching the culture. Where's Jesus in that? Right. So, see, that, and that's, I think, where me and Jay get bothered a lot. Is Jesus is in the, the song about love that, you know, it's a little dude, like, innocuous. Come up with another one. Dude, but no. You know Jay, how many, Jay is just stuck on that. Stop being offended. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've heard different artists say that to me? Nah, I get uh, it. No, but no. I, I think it's... You know, I think because it's, God is love, so it's just about love. It's, it's one of those things, right, yeah. where... I'm a huge fan of Paul where even when he instructed anyone, he was like, run from this, run from this, run from this, but run to this, right? He always Correct. gave them he gave them things to run to. And God was always at the end of whatever he was talking about. Right. right. Like, like, God was at the end of that of that speech. Right. Like, well, people are like, hey, don't don't do drugs. Don't shoot people. Don't do crimes. Don't be a bad person. Cool. And I say it in the story. Like there's there's another part to that. It's like, Correct. cool. Put away your sinful nature, but at the same time, run to Jesus. And there's so many people just like, yeah, if we just let them put away their sinful nature, yeah, if, well, then put on more sinful nature. Like if you don't give them anything to run to, and I think that's the issue. And yeah, and I was, so so that's the so that's the you know how do you so then so then thinking of it in that way, how do you maybe or how have you maybe either you've done it or have you seen any other artists where they've navigated the um, I'm talking to you about X Y Z. But the answer is G O D. Ah, see what uh, I did there? Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. Because uh, it seems like a lot of artists, especially artists that call themselves Christians, yeah. will say, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like X Y Z," and it, and then they just they just kind of leave it leave it hanging there. there, and then that's it. Yeah. So so how how would you? And, and, and then they say things like, "Well, if you don't, if you can't see that I'm talking about God or Jesus, then." Oh. There's something wrong with you, <laughs> right? Like that you're not paying attention to the song. Yeah, I think it, I think it's super plain. Like even I guess to the extent where uh, they were like, "Yo, Jesus, they say you're the King of the Jews." He's like, "I am who I who they say I am." Like putting it point blank, like, "Yo, it's Jesus." Like not sugarcoating it, not walking around the subject, but just "Yo, it's Jesus." And I think it's it's in personal relationships, it's in building connections, it's in doing songs with other artists, but keeping your values. Like it's allowing artists to do songs with you, but giving them parameters of what they can talk and rap about um, and letting them know, hey, this won't fly on my song. Like you can do it on your song, but when I hop on the track, I'm going to talk about Jesus. Like point blank. Who did that? Who did Um, what? That. What he just said. What's his name? A couple of things. No, 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 no. You could say that on your song, but you're not going to say this on mine. Um, What's his name? He Uh, did that with Lupe. uh, And that song he did with Lupe Fiasco. D1 maybe? D1. D1, yeah. Okay. Yeah, where, where Lupe, like, he knew that he was a Christian artist and all that. but he, So he, he tried to challenge him. He, he, he dropped a couple curses on his rhyme on that song they did together. Right. Like, yeah, he did it to ch- he, he, he Lupe said he purposely did it to see if D1 was going to confront them on it. Right. Right, because he's he's done songs with other people who say they're Christians, and he'll go and he'll curse them and they won't say anything. They'll thank him for the verse. Right. Because right. it's Lupe. And then, right. Yeah, right. And it's then, a Lupe verse. And then that D1 came and said, hey, we have to take that again because I'm not going to compromise my faith or my song because of who you are and you want to curse on my song. Right. Yeah. So then Lupe went, gave him the respect, and re-recorded his verse without the curse words. Yeah. And I, I think like a, another misconception is people think it's supposed to happen overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. Yes. Like, right. 
even even wait, when wait, it, which one's not going to happen overnight. So like us <laughs> changing the culture completely, right. us correct being able to pack those well, people because well, like we're talking about so many levels. We're not only talking about your craft is what you do, but this is your livelihood. Right. Like you make money for being a ratchet human being. Like <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And that's the concern, right? The the concern is, um, it's more the other way around. Like you know, people step into the culture, but they're the ones that get changed, right? Good, like evil communication corrupts good manners, and so for me, it's like there has to be a level of where so that's you what, being you being there has to have change, and if it doesn't, then you got to leave it alone because it's must, just gonna mess you, you up. You must always, always be light in the midst of that. You control the like, and that's the thing about Jesus. Like even when the the Jews were like, okay, cool, you're gonna overthrow the government, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that, he was always like, no. Like, I'm doing this. Like, you control the temple. You control the culture. You re- like you push the culture, and you let culture know what you're going to do and not take influence from them. And I think a lot of artists are like, uh, I can kind of, like, give a little leeway of this. Right. And they can kind of give it. Like, because, it's, because it's not of, a give and take of, with Jesus. Because of the fame. Right. Like, Jesus never came and bargained. Like, he, he was like, yo, <laughs> right. this is what I'm doing. Like, no, he, right. I'm he, coming to, to plant my kingdom and take over. It's not a game. He flipped over tables. You know what I mean? Like, it was not like, ah, oh, you can get away with that. I'll let that one slide. He's like, no. Like, and even yeah, when you get down, cool. to, you we know cool. what I mean? God, God doesn't rub elbows with sin. Like, he opens up the earth and swallows it. That's just how it happens. Yeah, because it, yeah, it looks like, you know, that's, wow, he doesn't rub elbows with sin. That's great because. That's, that's two, two in this. Oh, yo, this, this kid's fire. Because, um, <laughs> no, the, because, you know, when we're talking God and culture, it, it um, especially in, the, in, in kind of the areas that we, you know, we've been involved in and we've touched and we're familiar with, it's, it's, it's cultures taking precedence. Right. You know, culture, you know, um, people are people culture are has become the God. People are more excited uh, if you can get that secular feature. You know, the what you read is, oh, my gosh, he he got so, this. So, so, so. He got so and so. And that's, oh, that's so dope. You know, and then so then in there. Then, oh, my gosh. How could he be rapping with or singing with someone that's not a Christian? Uh, well, and then yeah, you get the other side. Oh, what are you talking about? They're being liked. And that's, it's like that's uh. what that's what happened when <laughs> the song with Lecrae and Ty Dolla Sign dropped. Like there were a lot of people on both those on both those sides, yeah. so, ar- arguing both those things. But but let's let's let's, let's start let's start closing now. Right. My my thoughts are, my thoughts are that it's it's not it's not up to us to focus or to be worried about us going into the culture and changing the culture, but rather us being ambassadors of Christ and being. Like bringing God to the culture, bringing right. the culture of the kingdom of heaven into this world culture. Because yeah. it's not our right. job to change the culture. We it's can't not. change. We can't. We can't. Do Ultimately, it. the culture changes us. But but on top of that, like as as a Christian, being growing up in Christian hip hop, being around it so much for so long, it was such. It was so secondary. Like we even made our sub, ourselves subsection of hip hop, and all we were were like a remix nation. That's <laughs> it. Like Christian right. hip hop was just remixes. We still are. For the most part, to a degree, yeah. we yeah. still are. When, when when Christians are doing remixes on on beats made famous by secular artists, right. we still are. So, and I, my biggest mm. issue was how have we as Christian demoted ourselves to be secondary when our God created everything? Tells us there's new songs to write. Tells us He'll give us a new song. Why do we try to conform to something that He's creating? Like that's we took a back seat to to remake. 
when God can give us something new. And so for me, I think that's the biggest thing about me being in culture um, and me being a part of what I'm a part of. I don't have to go change it. I just got to make what God has given me. Like I got to be on the forefront of creating culture, of impacting culture, because not only did God create the earth, but he created the culture in which we live. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, listen, I've been I've been following Christian hip hop since 1989, 90. I'm not even even born. (laughs) Right. So that's why I'm not going to say when I was. Right. So I don't care. So I've been I've been I've seen it. Right. I've seen I've seen Christian hip hop grow. Praise the Lord. Um, and I and I will say this that um, it's <laughs> that's funny because like I've seen hip hop and Christian hip hop grow right. simultaneously. Some at the same time. Um, so so the thing so the thing is is from from what I've seen is as a oh, fan, then I know it. right? As a fan, is that we're definitely at a point right now where I think we're we probably at our most creative. Well, as as Christian as Christian hip hop artists, right? so excited for this new generation, right? I think I think we're we're kind of at this point where eh. where we're yeah where we're at our most creative, eh. you know. Uh, we finally feel free and comfortable to create. You know, uh, a lot of times back in the day, you had guys. If I respond to that. We'll be here for another hour. You had guys like you know where where guys were literally trying to sound like secular artists. Now you you still have some of that, but yes. even in the secular realm you I have to be the Christian Lil Wayne. You know, well, what I mean? you know, but the funny thing is even in the <laughs> even in the secular realm you got secular artists they're trying to sound like other secular artists. There's nothing new. <coughs> right? But but here's here's where I think here's where I think we fall apart. Yeah. As as in and I'll say in Christian hip hop. I think we we fall apart in that we elevate creativity sometimes over you know, sound, you know, uh, doctrine, sound, you know, just Jesus. Right. Um, because now the problem that we're facing now is, you know, as is, is someone who's seen all this grow, is that we're, we're, we've gotten creative, but now we want to be so creative that we're willing to maybe compromise what we are about because we think we can change the culture. Right. And well, even Paul's like, I don't add this. I don't have tricks. I don't have slide right. tactics. You know, back in the day, back in the day when, when you had guys uh, that were coming, you know, when the, I remember when, you know, the cross movement, even some of those guys before them, those guys were, were putting out records, but their main focus wasn't change the culture. Their main focus was we want to bring Jesus to the culture that we're, where we're at. We want to bring over Jesus. Beats, yeah, right? we want to. We want to. They, they weren't. You know, worried about the culture. They weren't worried about. You know, they wanted to reach the hip hop culture. The solo day of glory. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was it. Well, you're talking like even like PID preachers in disguise. Like that's right. way back where they were like, you know, doing raps about the Bible, and they were like, we want to tell people about Jesus, and if we could do it through this hip hop yeah. medium. Damn. That's how we're gonna do it. Again, red precise storytellers. Yeah, and see those guys were see, but see those guys were later on than even the guys I started out with. Yeah, yeah, right. Because um, I was in my twenties when I heard when when red, I was in my twenties when red and precise and and uh, those when, guys came out when they came out or when you heard them. No, when they came out, where they like really came out when they dropped the mark of the mark of the, mark east. Of the east. But that's you know that's, that's what I mean because like so they so they, they came out way before. So now. they might have been around, but they. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying though is that you, you know you're talking a kid in Georgia. Yeah. You know they were doing little local things, but when they kind of hit, they kind of popped in the Christian realm. Mm. You know, I was already in my 20s. We're talking about I'm even talking about later than that, where guys were like, "Yeah, man, we're putting our turntables in the car. We're going to the local park, and we're just rapping Jesus because that's what we want people to know." We have right. to, you know, forget. You know, that's how the culture changes. Jesus but, changes the culture, <laughs> and I think we're at our most creative. However, I think the problem we're facing 
is that we want to change the culture. But we're not let, we're not but, letting but, Jesus but we're not letting Jesus change the culture. Facts. I so. think even even thinking about like hip hop culture though, like Andre and Big Boy, when they did players ball, they weren't doing anything but being them. Like mm-hmm. they their goal wasn't like, man, I'm gonna go change the culture. They said, I'm gonna do it. Like I'm gonna bring South Atlanta to rap. Like that's all I'm right, gonna I'm do. Gonna do like, me. You know what I mean? Like even them winning, it's like the South got something to say. No one cared. No one wanted to the rap like the rap song of the year and no one cared. Like if they didn't have a voice in the West Coast and up north and like maybe Houston rap still didn't respect them. Like and so for me as a Christian artist, it's like I don't care if you care. Like because what I'm doing, it's proving itself and you never have to respect it. But before you know it, it's already changed. Like so, I, I've influenced it. So we're going to close out with this. Okay. The Baron. Jay. What would be your advice Right. What's 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 your a word of wisdom, right, for yeah. for people that are listening? Because right now we do have like a worldwide audience. Praise God, it's lit. There are more people that listen to us outside of the the, the states than <laughs> in the states. Thank you, brothers Thank and sisters. You, Jesus, right? Um, and Carl Lentz listens to us. Right. So, <laughs> gotta throw that out there. <laughs> so, what would be like words of wisdom? From your experiences and from what you, where you've grown, because I've seen you, I've been a witness to your growth throughout the years, right? Um, for people who who have this struggle, who are like thinking about how how to be in the culture yeah. and how to bring the, the 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 culture of the kingdom into where they are and what they do without so, compromising their faith or the gospel. Simply put, as you do. Simply put, love Jesus well. Like, I think that's it. Like, as I, even looking at my Instagram and going over it, like, as I see my growth, as I see what God has allowed me to do, the only thing that comes back to me is this is what it looks like to live a life God-pleasing and God-honoring. He will make much of your little. He will take your five loaves and two fish or whatever the case might be and make a lot out of it. I have nothing. Like, I add nothing. He adds all. He had. He has all. So for me, as an artist, being in culture, it says, God, this is what I have to give. This is what I can offer. I pray that you would make much of it. I pray that people would see your good works and glorify the Father in heaven. Um, and that's it. Like, So on the platform, 300,000 people just get to see God's good work in me, and they get to glorify the God at, at, as, as you watch me do it. And then when you peer into my life, be true to who you are. Like, be true to who you are as a believer and let that be first. As they peer into my life and they see, it's not hard for them to scroll and be like, oh, this dude loves Jesus. Like, and he's not afraid about it. Like, so again, love Jesus well. Um, it's not crazy, but I think that's the best thing you could do. Because right. if you love Jesus well, you keep that at the forefront. And what you do, like, say Steph Curry. Like, he didn't have to be like, I'm a Christian basketball player. I'm a Christian basketball player. He was just good. And he loved Jesus right. well. And people are like, oh, you're a Christian who's a basketball player. Cool. Like, I want to be like you. And so for me, it's like, man, I'm going to love Jesus well. I'm going to do what he's called me to do. And do things in excellence. Like, please don't be a, a, a crappy Christian rapper. Please don't be a crappy rapper, period. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Singers? You're a singer. We're not, you know, do, we're not letting you off easy. A rocker or any other genre. Don't do bad art. Don't do bad life. Just don't be bad. Like, at the end of the day, whatever you do, do in excellence. Uh, just don't, <laughs> just don't, don't be, be bad. bad. Like, do it as other God and not as a man. 
Um, and that way, whether it's one person or a thousand people, you do what you do well enough, you will change culture. Like you will impact culture. You will be a mogul at what you do and you will change lives. Just do it well. So. Awesome. Awesome. So love Jesus well. It's a great way. And I and I would I would asterisk. Don't be that. bad. Yeah, love Jesus well. <laughs> Don't be crappy. And I'll add as an asterisk. Make sure, listeners, all of you out there that are listening, whether you're an artist or whether you're like me and Jay, just a couple of schmoes. Are you walk down the street? Um, make sure. M- yeah, make sure. I think because I mean, and because the Baron really, uh, you know, stresses. Make sure you have accountability. Make sure you're plugged into a local church. Make sure that you have uh, people around you that will love you and that will challenge you. Because that's ultimately, and that will teach you, right? Because ultimately, right. that's how you ultimately end up loving Jesus well. So, yeah. All right. So, hey. Well, DJ412. Thanks again so much to the Overflow Podcast thanks for, for having yeah. me out. Grace so, and peace to you guys. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, hey, go watch uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Tell us how you what you think about it. We will and let us know. Listen, as I always say, leave us a comment. Tell us you love us. Tell us you hate us. Tell us you're indifferent to us. We don't care. We just want to hear from you. So we had <laughs> DJ412. We've got Pastor J. Pastor J. And my name is Joaquin. And <laughs> thank you for joining us. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Remember to head on over to thisisoutcry.com for more content. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or Stitcher.